0: Goal mate, Al Foren's Football Forum, a Goal Out original.
1: Goal-out! 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 You're very welcome to episode five of Goal Al Foren's Football Forum. This is a Goal Out original podcast focused on all things football. Go Loud is the home of Irish podcasts and the new Go Loud app is available to download for free now in the App Store and you'll find new episodes of Goalmouth every Tuesday at lunchtime first on the Go Loud app and all major platforms. And once again, I'm joined by my co host, Paddy Murphy. And this week, we are also joined by Today FM presenter and Spurs fan, yeah, yes. Ed Smith, as our special guest. It's a
2: late season. This feels very late season, doesn't it? That? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I couldn't mean, get who you wanted. It's very Spursy, this. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't, get, <laughs> couldn't get the first choice. Couldn't get the second choice. And then Levy pulls some no name out of the bag. And here I am. For 35 yeah. million. Yeah, for something. 35 yeah. million, yeah. yeah. And AC Milan are laughing into their <laughs> Italian cuffs. So that's me. Basically, yeah, but great to be here, Lass. Thank you uh, so it's much. It's
1: great to have you, Ed. It's great. We'll, listen, we'll we'll have a, a ramble. Paddy's obviously a Liverpool fan, so he's just, yes, yeah, he's mm-hmm. enjoying life at so the so moment. Yeah, yeah he's been the f- like the last five episodes, he's just been, me. At the moment, yeah,
2: really. he's, yeah, yeah,
0: haven't had anything to cry about of late.
2: Yeah, find something. Liverpool fans always find something, <laughs> 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 even at the peak, even at the very peak, they'll go, no, I don't
0: know. I think it's the, well, right now it's one really of the salad contracts. Oh yeah, a, it's a worry He actually
1: it? went on a rant in one of his TikToks. I remember this about Paul Tierney after the Spurs game away, wasn't right. it? Right. Oh mm. my yeah. god,
2: that's right. That was the Robinson yeah. affair. Yeah yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, in December, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And then you yeah. felt
2: that he was anti-Liverpool, was it?
0: Yeah. Not horrifically, but, you know, in some games, the, ref, the referees are out to get us, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, there The I'm conspiracy, saying? the conspiracy, you know.
1: Look, we'll delve further into yeah, all of that yeah, in, 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 later on. Uh, we just want to look back on a few topics last week that we were speaking about, Ed. I actually met Marcus Rashford a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I saw, I heard yeah. about this, yeah. And he, he, uh, he came across a bit dejected, he looked a bit down. Was Obviously. this after
2: the on the back of his altercation with the fan? Yes yes. yes, yes, yes.
1: So he was very much kind of, you know very standoffish, no pictures, no photos. But I spoke to him for a bit and mm. I kind of went in there and I suppose I put the arm a around a bit of a lick I was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I put the arm around. I said, Remember where you can remember how you started and remember the impact you made it. and then I did a little bit of Louis van Gaal for him. Oh, yeah, that's your nice saying, yeah. Yes, gave him his first thought. But, um, uh, yeah, we had a couple of responses to um, that Marcus Rashford conversation that I had with him and one Twitter user wrote, uh, dejected, even when he's nowhere near the pitch and on holiday. That's really sad in all honesty. Yeah.
2: It um, is though, isn't, I mean, I don't know what to think about this. I suppose because I present a tiny radio show I have some interaction with the great, unwashed... Uh, sorry, my listeners. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I would be of a mind increasingly as time has gone on that we treat fans and listeners and, I suppose, punters with a little bit too much respect and too much fear. And I I think he was within his rights. Yeah. yeah. I would have laid him out. You know, and I think that fans are building and feeding and they fear... They know full well. Yeah. They're like animals, these people. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, when you're a kid in school Mm. and you're a little bit weak and you're a little bit unsure of yourself, kids are like animals. They'll smell it out. Yeah. And they know they're in full control of the situation. So, and I think with the likes of Rashford, he's having a hard time. But if you're a true fan, no matter who it is, Brentford or Rangers or Man United, you don't go after your own like that. I just feel... Mm.
1: It's gone shock, too far the other the way. Shocking off the fan, like oh the cheek of him for that's exactly responding yeah. back to me. How dare I you? Yeah, yeah. How dare you? Yeah, yeah. I'm allowed to shout whatever I want at you. I'm allowed to tweet whatever I like at you. But when you come back at me, oh the cheek! Oh they hate you.
2: Yeah, the as uh, one of the great catchphrases from British sitcom. They don't like it up 'em from Dad's <laughs> Army. I'm that old, but <laughs> they don't like it up him. and that's what gets on my proverbials because I, you know if I answer back to a punter on this, on one of my listeners. You can you can sense them clutching their pearls mm. and dragging the the, the the you know the bag the handbag up to the chin, going, oh, yeah. You, you you can't say that, I like, yeah. Oh, I f- effing can, yeah. How can. dare you come at me like that? So again, this is a tiny scale, but the likes of the, the level of abuse he gets has been getting for the last what four or five years.
1: Yeah, it's well, it's bad, and it's 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 <clears> bad in the case that like he's um he's doing so much outside of football, and now people are kind of saying, oh well, he needs to focus. You know with things on the pitch and stuff like that, and they're they're too harsh on him in that sense.
2: Oh, but he was playing well know. when all that was going. I
1: think he was having a good. Like, he he was yeah, yeah, he was he, okay. Like I think he was playing through through a lot of injury as well. Yeah,
2: he's got a. Yes, I, my thoughts on the Rashford thing is a good quality, solid. He's a great player. Like he needs to leave United. That's it. I think so? Yes, I think like he's just got to go somewhere else and start again, control all the ten, I
1: think about 10 or 12 players. Yeah, you know, but he's one of them for sure, for his own yeah.
2: sake, because he's obviously a good man and he's likable. you could take
0: him though, that's, a, that's the question, because he's not really in any sort of reputable form at all.
2: I don't know, I mean, as, even as a Spurs fan, I think there'd be enough teams out there would take a punt on him, mean like Newcastle. Yeah, They seem to be hoovering up uh, all around them and picking up a bit of lint on the way. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: uh, you know, I think, I, I would take a punt on, depends on how much you're going to pay for him, but... There's no so United will it probably look going.
1: for about 60 million. 60? 60, 60. 60 to lucky. 80 million. You'd be lucky. You you know know if he goes out and
2: loan even, you know, one of these kind of loan-to-buy deals. That seems to be the A new environment yeah.
0: could be what saves him, to be fair. Yeah, possibly. A change of scenery, you know, I, I away from really the toxicity.
2: So, yeah. yeah, and you'd like to see him come back. He's, you know, he's a top mm. lad and he's a great player, so I just think it's done. It's, It's like any relationship. It's, it's past its, yeah. it's past salvaging, I think, at mm. this stage. You know, a lot of this goes unspoken about I was listening to a great radio documentary about how hooliganism at the first, second, third level, at the third tiers could be like, I don't know, a uh, smaller team on the trains getting ripped up and mm. the level of cocaine, you know, uh, the police going in and people in tears, kids in tears. It is rife across all the divisions. And I think, again, I think football represents a wider societal issue, not to get too... Mm. philosophical about it, but, you know, it isn't football, it's society, you know, and I think mm, people, yeah. the access that they have to players and be it singers or movie stars or, you know, footballers, that the entitlement people feel uh, is getting to a very toxic and near violent level now at this stage. The level of abuse, if you see a corner being taken. Yeah. And I'd say, would you not be mortified if you saw your uncle Jason or your your nanny Pat in the corner spitting through their false teeth and the most vile their face twisted Yeah, in this kind of really quite deranged, f- deranged thank you yeah, yeah deranged, absolutely yeah. frothing at the nostril mm-hmm. at these people and, like, and his kids roaring at the players the players are oblivious to
1: it Cantona was he was just such an unpredictable character yeah. you know I think he was one of the few players in Ferguson's tenor that Ferguson had to kind of man-manage in a very different and that way.
2: And I think it was probably only Ferguson that could. Yeah. Because Ferguson was obviously the blo- you know, hairdryer. Oh, he treated the him like a star pupil. But you know, he, he yeah. I think he engaged Canton as intelligence and he flattered his Frenchness, if you will. You know, because like, Cantona obviously knew a lot about football. Maybe more than people let on. I think people mm. underestimate the intelligence of Cantona. He became a bit of a kind of a cartoonish figure. I and mean, yeah. Of his own creation and I think of his own protection. Fair enough. But I think the genius of Ferguson was at play there kind of seeing the rawness and seeing mm. beyond that the collars up and look what he did he was like I don't think we'll ever see the likes again he would man-manage almost on an individual level he, yeah. he would cut his cloth to each player they all knew the basic rules and Canton there was a mutual respect there and I think that what Ferguson knew when exactly to put the when to put the arm around
1: well, he knew he knew Cantona's history with managers. There we which go. Which is why he took on a completely different approach yeah. when Cantona signed in 92. Yeah. yeah,
2: and he flourished, like, yeah. for those couple of years. Best player in the world, really. And yeah. the charisma of the man, I think, was enough. He'd almost won the fight just walking onto the pitch yeah with the collars up was just a stroke of genius yeah. you know that yeah. and his non-celebrations and all that but anyway yeah. we we'll never see his legs again I'm not <laughs> well, even a United fan I'm tearing well, up well, no, we, 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 also,
1: we spoke about another legend last week um, and it was his 42nd birthday and we spoke about Ronaldinho and the consensus that he was better than Neymar. He's only 42. He is, he's only That's yes, what I said You too. are joking. Yeah, where yeah. Where do you think he ranks among the greats? Ronald? I would say top three of all time. <sighs> do you? <What>?
2: Ronaldinho.
1: <laughs> yeah. Skill levels, yeah. Yeah, okay, skill yeah. levels. But I think, you know, look at the titles he won. You
2: know, he's playing with some of the great teams obviously, but, you know, I was only, this is funny you bring it up. You, these things on TikTok are, they pop up the compilations. Yeah. Like, someone will go to the trouble of his top 10 Ronald moments. Mm. Sweet divine mother of God. Like, it was, you know, it was beach football <laughs> yeah, at the highest level. You know, it's yeah. insane. And I think, again, I was only having this conversation last night where I feel, for, forgive me with this one now, but the 70s and 80s style of football, there was a moment when, and then what we consider modern football, there was a moment where those planets aligned in mm. and around his era. Yeah. And I think, Whilst on the same team, you'd have a lad who would kneecap you, uh, you know, and then take your, your, you know, knock your eyeballs out with his elbow. And at <laughs> the same time, they were moving towards the likes of Ronaldinho, yeah. and you had the, perf- the perfect combination of like the Expendables—you would someone to do a job and yeah. really ensure his his presence and charisma. And I think that's maybe some of the problems we're having at the moment. There's, there aren't many charismatic players. I don't think.
0: Dime breed, isn't <coughs> it? Isn't
2: it? You, isn't know? It? No, you know, they're really. all so kind of manufactured and manicured. Yeah. They're, they're all like boy bands.
1: Yeah, they work well in in, in a system.
2: Yeah, and I, I think guess. they're so they're so protective and in control, and you know, beholden to their image, be it for social media mm. reasons and their Instagram and their sponsorship and all this. They're afraid other kind of they are, I suppose, managed out. The, the personalities managed out of them
1: because
2: mm. they can't say what they want or feel what they want or you know or dress what they want. You're talking about Cantina Ronaldinho, a wild man. Yeah, an absolute wild man, you know. But he was forgiven up so much because he's truly one of the most skillful players mm. I've ever seen.
1: It's it's interesting as well that there's not you're just talking about Ronaldinho, like a player that can change the game, mm. at the turn of a hat. Like you know, I think that's all down to the likes of Pep and Klopp. We were talking about those yeah. two guys last week, yeah. And in a way, we can credit them for that as well. That they've created these kind of these rigid systems of with formations and stuff like that where. There's not one player that can kind of drag them out of a situation. There's many players that can do that now. Mm. They're all working. Yeah, they're, they're all they're all part of a tandem. unit. Yeah. yeah, they're all yeah, part of a yeah. unit. You know, so I suppose is that kind of is the excitement gone out of football? What's yeah, I think it's sense?
2: been it's been managed to the end. Like the level of detail that likes a Pep brings to the game, you know, it's legendary. And even Bielsa was notorious for. He's not dead or anything. I'm just saying when he was yeah, managing Leeds yeah. that he was he was he would spend hours. You know, this kind of he would spend hours with the videos and the analysis, yeah. and and you're thinking the, the players must have been these young lads have been obviously sitting there because it's like school. None, of, how much of it's going in? How much are they mm. taking in? Well,
0: not much from the leads, but not, not much from the theory. leads, <laughs> you know. But he had them no. obviously
2: over. I think some of the, a lot of the players are overtrained now. Yeah. And I think. Yeah. You know, i You know, you, there's that wonderful documentary on Netflix, the the Knotts Forest one. What's it called? I believe in miracles. Have mm. you seen it? Absolute magic. But you look at the way Clough managed his players or didn't manage his players in fact you know Clough was one of those managers where most of the work was done in
0: between what he said or what he did I was confused there I thought you you were saying Clough or Clough Clough. I am so confused (laughs) (laughs) did I say
2: Clough no No, I said Clough Brian Clough yeah (laughs) shit house (laughs) Uh, so you know that Damn United if you've seen Michael Sheen's impression of him that film is absolutely astonishing Yeah. Yeah, it's almost word for word and you know, uh, can't believe you missed the ball from the issue. Yeah. <laughs> but to talk about it, the way Clough managed or didn't. They they could smoke. He didn't like them running around the training. Yeah. You know, and you think about it, if he was he, if he was to walk in on a Bielsa or a Pep Guardiola training or he'd be going, What the fuck is this? Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, walk out. there. So like I, you know, it's moved on to the point where it's almost like you got, you know, the stats that you've been thrown at you even on Sky Sports. You know, XP and XG and XR. You know, mm. you know it's it's almost moving towards a computer game in real life now. You know, I think think mm. when you see FIFA and the, the level of intensity that people feel about it, and almost with oh, like, yeah. like with Like distance with your and, and all and oh, and everything. it's, it's, it's yeah. getting to a stat heavy point where the games. You know, we're maybe we'll get to it as part of my chat about Spurs, but the Paul Gascoigne. Uh, you know, even his unpredictability. That would have be, been that would have been managed out of him. He wouldn't survive now. He wouldn't have he wouldn't have succeeded now. Yeah. Gascoigne or even Ronaldinho or but you look at Messi, con, you know, arguably to be the best player that's ever been, but very controlled player. Mm. Not much going on when it comes to the <laughs> to the charisma really. Yeah, mm. you know, he seems a bit dull.
1: Just yeah, on the topic very of Gascoigne. Sorry, I'm going off on a tangent yeah. there, But who would have excited you more in their early years, Wayne Rooney or Paul Gascoigne? I think.
2: Gascoigne got me at a time in my life, I think when you're a football fan, everything when you're in and around, let me think, so it was 91, I was around 14 or 15, so that early teenage years, not just with football, be it with music, be it with whatever gender you're attracted to, be it with clothes, everything is so intense. Mm. The colours are so vivid and the music sounds so, and you're, you're a teenager and you're an absolute walking bubble of emotions. I think that when Gascoigne got me at that time, my love for him was, you know, to this day, I don't think I've ever, I've been chasing that dragon since yeah. with players. <laughs> and it breaks, I can't look at Gascoigne now. It yeah. breaks my heart. Sometimes. I met him a
1: couple of years ago yeah. in, um, in Leicester. And uh, he, was in, he was in good spirits. Yeah. He looked very well too. Um, but I think he's had a couple of relapses since then. Yeah, it's and he, kinda you
2: know, he's, he's never, he'll never be right, you know. No. But to talk about the, the Rooney thing, I think, was again, if you look at the physicality of Rooney, they were a very similar shape because yeah. he had a big arse in him as well. <laughs> and he could, you know, he could arse a player out of his way. Yeah. But then he had the the intelligence, like again, a very deceptively smart player, Gascon, because he goofed and clowned around, I think, to distract people from his troubles. But Rooney had that. I think they were relatively,
1: mm.
2: probably, I think Rooney had more discipline though, you know what I mean? And, yeah. mm. uh, which stood to him as probably one of the great United <coughs> players of his generation and yeah. top scorer for England and all that, so... His legacy is assured as, as opposed to now he's at his his OAP dalliances but I think with Gascoigne it's
1: it's all well it's, it's, it's a what a, could have been still. yeah and
2: that's you know again and people love that they yeah. love that same with like George Best or even with Alex Higgins or what could have been there's a, there's, my father was a devil and I think that my father's generation were very much into that kind of oh yeah she's a flawed hero kind of shine you know and yeah. and I think even with tennis players anything anyone that had a bit of madness in him or a bit of unpredictability that the crowds loved them. Yeah. And Gascoigne again was one of the last I think that was in Doge. Bobby Robson was very was a father figure to him essentially yeah he
1: was he? you yeah. know
2: and uh, when he went and anyway, we'll get into it I suppose but the thing is with, uh, with Rooney and Ferguson he was only 17 was he when he left Everton was it or 15 80s. 18 18 yeah, yeah. yeah but that goal he scored for Everton and then he announced himself to the world and I yeah. think he was quite well managed for the most part
1: yeah he w- yeah. Oh, well I recently watched a documentary on I Amazon. haven't seen it yet oh it's phenomenal is it good yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, yeah. It on, is it worth and no because some of these ones are yeah it's, oh, it's brilliant okay. yeah, yeah. He, he, and he delves into his personal struggles good yeah the stuff outside of football he really delves it into it he gets honest them. about it that's good yeah because yeah, a lot of these ones are and she's also interviewed Colleen so right. it's kind of yeah it's it's brilliant and Paddy uh, people didn't take too kindly to what you said about Pep Guardiola as a manager in yep. general Stand by it. Is that because you're, you know, Klopp is your man? Well, he's not. What do you him him mean? Like he's
0: not into re like rebuilds. rebuilds and, he's yeah. into
1: ready made things. I, yeah,
0: I understand. I I, I, people disagreed and had their. I I still agree with it.
1: But that's that's only recently. Like re, Bayern Munich was a ready made thing. Mm. Man City was a ready made thing. Yeah. Barcelona wasn't. Mm,
0: I I, he he wasn't was. exactly short of like like. You know personnel, Xavi the Messi, Ronaldinho. albeit oh, he didn't use him. You know yeah. he had a he had a serious serious amount of 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 artillery at his disposal. And
1: yeah. right. um, thank you for this, Andrew, our producer just jotted down uh, Guardiola's first Man City eleven against Sunderland. It was Caballero and goals, Bakary Sanya right back, John Stones, Kolarov center back, left back Gael yeah. Clichy. A uh, midfield three of De Bruyne, Fernandinho, David Silva and Sterling, Aguero and Nolito.
0: Oh, what a terrible team.
1: That was his first ever team? Oh. Yeah. Wow.
0: What it a, seems more recent then.
1: Against Sunderland.
0: What a terrible team. The poor guy. I know, yeah. Aguero. One of the greatest Premier League strikers ever. Raheem Sterling cost fifty million. De Bruyne is De Bruyne. Fernandinho has been a stalwart for about ten years. David Silva is, you know, a magician. Gail Clichy signed for big money from Arsenal. Sanya, the same. Caballero, yeah, fair enough, but I'm pretty sure they had a probably another goalkeeper at that time. Joe Hart would have just won just won the league. Yeah. Um that team won the league a season before, do you know? So give him, give, give you probably know they didn't. Yeah, they did. No, no, not this, not the, no, sorry, two seasons before. This is two thousand sixteen. Two seasons before, two seasons before, yeah. on under under Pellegrini, but yeah, not a yeah, bad.
1: I think you're too harsh on Guardiola. Well, if, if we're no,
0: well, I mean, compare that to Klopp's first Liverpool side. No, that that that's yeah. a real like drop off. Yeah, Simon it's You know, all the boys, Sami Mignolet, Alberto Moreno, Benteke, mad. That team was fresh from winning the Premier League title.
1: They didn't know How many they times were, we they got They were fresh from winning the Are you day. just discount Are you just
0: No but they were he, They won the Premier League title They Le- year. year. No They're still fresh A season or two before That's fresh
1: No but before Leicester won Chelsea won They hadn't won the league In two years when That's Cardiola's still fresh yeah. This is 2016 <laughs> that's, still, that's still fresh This is 2016 They won 20-17. the league In 2014-15 No Chelsea did They won the league In 2013-2014
0: yeah, most of these players are league winners. Oh, I won't bring that up, will I? It's still a fresh team. It's still a freshly like they just won the league.
2: Ed, care to? well, I think you know. I think I've heard this argument, and ironically or not, no, we are, we can't.
1: And you know, sorry, we can't delve too much into it because we'll save it for for. A long oh yeah, time. but yo, but it's most it
2: but it's mostly Liverpool end. fans. I would find that, that you know there's there's a new rivalry building up between Liverpool and City. It's no bad thing either, but if you look at those it's players crazy. that he had then, like, he really got a tune <laughs> out of them. You're not guaranteed just because you buy good players that you're gonna get them onto greatness. But what he did, mm. like Silva, was up there with the best players in the world on his day. Look what he did with Sterling. He turned him into a, an even better player. Aguero, I think, will finish as one of the great Premier League strikers. Mm. The rest, so I think you know. I think people are a little unfair on the, the money that and the resources that Pep has at his disposal is a big part of it. But I think there's a very smart and tactically uh, astute manager play there as well. Yeah. that's not too boring an answer
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't there. deny listen we said it last week Pep and Klopp are the two Yeah, they, you know what they have done how they have elevated the Premier League as well to you well it's know, Wenger
2: and Ferguson again you know but again we're talking about
1: I think it's better than Wenger and Ferguson
2: you mean the quality of the football or the kind of the rivalry I don't f- the, I'm not, not I'm the quality not of the sense.
1: rivalry the quality of the football yeah the quality of the football is
2: enough. undoubtedly better I don't think the quality of the rivalry is as personal or is as fiery or is, you know, mm. it's not as yeah. box office. Yeah, Again, or it's lonely. very controlled. Yeah, You know, Klopp obviously has his moments. Pep is a lot more controlled in his statements, but you can, his bald head gets red. You know, he, he really glows with frustration and anger, even when they're doing well. So they're two fiery, strong characters. Yeah. I'm not sure it's up there with, you know, I'd still pay tickets to see Ferguson and Wenger at there
1: yeah going at it. But how good of an advertisement was that game in Anfield between oh, it was city incredible and yeah yeah the, 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 the season Banger, needed like, it I
2: think yeah, yeah, yeah you know you've got two the two of the heavyweights really at the peak of their game, you know, mm. and Liverpool on their day are an absolute mm. I'm not taking anything away from city. there's just an anemic uh there's an anemic um prejudice I have with city that I just cannot warm yeah. to them, you know, I just mm. cannot, and as good as the football is. And as what he's put together there is pristine. There's a lack of, uh, I think, personality and charisma there. That again, I keep talking about charisma, but it's so important in sport. But when you see Liverpool in their pomp and the camaraderie and the sense of uh, unity, now I've had run-ins with Liverpool fans more than any, mm. especially recently. But you know, I've, I there is, you know, it's just Liverpool, isn't it? You There's know, culture. It's a culture, a it's culture, a culture kind of yeah. That, that's, yeah the, no, that's, that's the perfect that's, word, yeah. Yeah, you can't deny that. That is the
1: truth. Whereas I feel with City. I mean, they won the league last year, and there was about forty people outside. The <laughs> you know, that's it, isn't it? And and you it, know, a for a
2: team of that size and that importance and their significance, there, you know, if, if they were to wrap up tomorrow, would it leave much of a hole in the in, in the grey quilt of football? Certainly no. I don't mm. think so. And I, you <laughs> know, I know to respect the, the few City fans that are out there, and I'm not saying this, but you know, <laughs> when, when you when that. you think about it, really, would you miss them? I don't think you would. I think you need someone to rival. They're only,
0: well, only ta- ta- as a Tottenham fan, you probably missed the six points you get off them because that's six you got this. Well, year Well, we got so. six this
2: year. You know, the yeah, you're welcome by the way. But the, of all the teams to have, is you know, as I'm, I'm glad we're their bogey team for some reason. Yeah. I remember we beat them at the start of the season, the opening game of the season. I was like, what? Yeah. And then I said, this is a bad omen. It's like I have a thing about players scoring on their debut. I hate to see mm. it because I think I've, I've, I'm not superstitious but I think it's gonna, it curses them but Martial uh, <laughs> I don't see the Yeah there way. you go
0: Martial like, he's yeah, the key uh, case in point. Yeah yeah
2: yeah I just think it's I remember Dean Richards scoring two for Liverpool or for Spurs sorry on his debut and I was like oh no and I'm not sure he scored again for another eight months or something <laughs> like that but anyway listen yeah I mean it's great to have a proper rivalry again isn't yeah. it and Absolutely. Uh, with Liverpool and City and it's going to rumble on for a couple of years depending on the Salah situation maybe but well, we won't yeah. mention
1: the war. No,
0: yeah, we won't yeah, mention please, the war. Please, please, I've had
1: enough. No, God, I
0: flew in the teeth, talking about that thing. Hopefully, yeah. it just gets done. But listen, yeah, we'll survive.
1: Um, Ed, you're a Spurs fan. Yeah. Um, how has it been for you this season? It's been, you know, up again, and it's down. the same
0: every season. You
2: know what I mean? It's it's a ro- it's a roller coaster. It's the hope that kills you. It's all the cliches. It's Doctor Sp- Doctor Tottenham. will see you now. You know, uh, I find again. With but being a Spurs fan, it, it's, being a Spurs, Spurs is a perfect team for me, in so much as you know, I was Spurs in school. You know, as a, as a personality and how and all the cool kids were, if if they were to be manifested as humans, they were all you know the top six. Whereas I was Spurs incarnate, you know. Whereas people thought I was you know I had a state, notions above my station, hmm. and I was you know uh, I needed to be put in my place a lot, and a lot of people did. So. I've I've a very kind of a personal relationship with Spurs because I see them as myself and, and their position in the league. You know, my love affair started with Spurs, as I mentioned Gaza earlier. But it was obviously he joined them in eighty eight, eighty nine, mm. from Newcastle after absolutely. You know, he was one of the best players in the world at that time. You know, best young players in the world, yeah. PFA Young Team of the, of the season. But when he went to Spurs, it was again that just he the perfect alignment and that goal against Arsenal the 3-1 win in, in, the, in the semi-final of the FA Cup, 91, Wembley, the commentary, you know, Brian Moore at his best, boys' own stuff, the interview afterwards, which I watched, going to really get me soup measured, all that kind of carry on. I just looked at him and I went, what? It was like seeing a rock. I was just exactly yeah. what I wanted. And uh, and then, you know, what he did in the final then, which adds to his tragic self-destructive, which again is very very attractive in, a, in in anything be it a footballer or a, or a musician or a writer or you know that self-destructive streak made him all the more lovable in a way you know yeah. after the heroics of 1990 so then I followed him on to Lazio there's a great book actually Gaza in Italy it's by a guy called Daniel Story it's relatively short but it just it kind of chronicles his last year or so in Tottenham the Shenanigans that went on with Ferguson, that was quite a bitter situation because Ferguson had it in the bag. Yeah, went on went on holiday to Malta, <laughs> and then Gascoigne, a typical Gascoigne fan, asked for a house for his dad from uh, Spurs. They went, Yeah, yeah, we'll buy a house for your dad. You go, okay, yeah, that's enough for me. And he signed on the back of that. And then Ferguson mm-hmm. got back from his holidays, and you know, you can imagine, yeah. But what Ferguson would have done with Gascoigne as opposed to Venables, Venables was probably the wrong manager from, yeah. He sometimes relied too heavily on the father figures, putting the arm around, and when he needed someone like Ferguson to
1: mm.
2: keep yeah. him in shape. But you know, that's what that's that's what got me at Spurs. Then. And you know, and then I kind of when you, when I was coming up is I'm a little older than you two, obviously, but it was like genders, wasn't it? You were either United or Liverpool. Yeah. So to kind of identify as a Spurs fan, you were looked on as. You know, are you okay, or what happened? Or, <laughs> do we want to ring? Do we want to ring the authorities? Is there anywhere you need to? Do you need to stay somewhere tonight? I'm like, yeah. no, no, it's.
1: Well, I think back then it was kind of you were either United, Liverpool, or Leeds, wasn't it?
2: Leeds then would be the again older because of the seventies. The seventies. Like yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. because of that team, the Billy Bremner side and all that, you know, like we, I work with Matt Cooper and, and his John producer. Giles, of course, yeah, well. yeah, John Giles. Yeah. So they would have come up. But Leeds were so dominant in the 70s, as were mm. Liverpool, of course, but those fans would be of a certain <clears> edge. <throat> it's interesting to see like a strata of rock you'd see as a geologist, you know, the the, the, the Leeds period, and then you've got the Liverpool United strata, and then mm. now it's, it's all, it's anyone, kids are coming yeah. up, fan, you know,
0: there's a Chelsea period now. People my age, like I'm the twenty. Oh, there'll be a lot like, of Chelseas, a lot of Chelsea yeah, yeah, my age. And unfortunately, in a couple of years' time, we're gonna see a lot of City. Do you think? So? I see yeah. all the kids at City. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the, that's coming just, up yeah. now. It's just yeah. an easy choice, isn't it? Yeah. City, because as as when you're when you're Irish, there's no direct connection to a team unless you're obviously yeah, you're. It's in the family, but yeah, we're gonna see a lot of little citizens going around. Unfortunately, oh, I, gonna, I can't, oh, right. as
2: long as Pep is there and the money's there. they're... They're really going to be there and thereabouts one and two for the next, God knows, five, ten years. But, you know, people said that about Dublin. You know what I mean? Things, you know, it's always, It's still yeah. very cyclical, you know. <clears throat> mm. Who's going to come through? I can see Arsenal, again, sorry to di- speak about Arsenal as a Spurs fan, but I can see Arsenal in the next couple of years if Arteta's is a good manager, I think. There's a lot of people saying that.
0: Yeah. There's a steal in them. He's kind of setting them up. I have seen a thing today on Twitter. He's kind of setting their midfield up at the city midfield. He's kind of trying to replicate what Guardiola has been doing at City. Of course, he learned from the very, master there. Yeah. You
2: know what I mean? And he's got, but he's got, he's got his own. You know, he's got his own presence. I like seeing a manager when Nuno was at Spurs. I was one of the hopeful ones. I'm one of the few hopeful Spurs fans. Actually, you know, I'm quite optimistic. I know, I know. <laughs> I need, I need help. But it, when Nuno arrived after Mourinho, I felt it was the nice. It was the perfect palate cleanser yeah. after the the mess, the, the, the horrible mess that Mourinho left in. That's what Mourinho does. Yeah, yeah. And I think Nuno was, but he was, then I looked at him, on, I was watching him on the sideline and I was like, where is he? Good or bad, he would have his arms crossed and his fingers under his beard and there was nothing from him. Yeah. Mm. And you look at Arteta, losing his mind and he's so intense and I feel it's, it's become more aware. Apart to me that, you like you could Pep and Klopp and, and Jesus Christ almighty. You know, we've got, mm. now with Conte, you've got, you've got Conte cam, for God's sake. You know, there's the, a yeah. the camera on him the whole time. Cause if he's, yeah. And I think it's, it does make a difference. So when, you know, when you're talking about the season for Spurs, I I felt, and Nuno's gone so quiet, I don't know where he's gone. He's absolutely disappeared. You know, yeah, I felt has, sad for yeah. him. He kind of got my heart broken there towards the end. The players weren't, he just didn't have it in him.
1: Didn't they call the United versus Spurs the, El they, they dubbed it the, uh,
2: yeah, yeah the El Sacico yeah that was it yeah so I think the the yeah. nail was in the coffin already but you know I just feel we'll see what comes good for this season Conte I was I kind of went off him slightly after all his he's, he's press conference shenanigans yeah. he, he was a sulky pouty petulant man he he's Italian on, yeah. I get it that comes with the package but there was one game before the Middlesbrough game and I can't remember and he came out and he went maybe I'm Maybe I'm just not good. Maybe Burnley, I think. Burnley, yeah. Burnley, that was the yeah. heartbreak, yeah, against Burnley. Mm. So, and he came out and he was like, maybe it's me. like And these little nose in the air, like, <laughs> waiting for people to, no, no, Antonio. Uh, no, it's oh, not Oh, stop, you. it's us. It's Levy, it's Enoch. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's wheel out the excuses. No, I couldn't possibly. I couldn't. And after, I was like, you better. And then he obviously, I think someone had a word with him because the next game that they drew or lost, he was like, "Oh, you know, you know, it's a, everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're building something here." And like, yeah, obviously, I'd say, someone had a word. And he's, he's, here, he's all about the theatrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was that, an, anti- yeah,
0: that was a bit OTT after the Burnley game. I remember that. Yeah. I yeah. felt it was
2: damaging. Yeah, yeah. I felt he was distancing, distancing himself from the team, and he'd been doing that slowly but surely. Kind, it's not me. This is Spurs, like, mm. you know. And he was like, "Oh God, I don't know what I'm going to do here, lads." You know, no shit sticking on me, yeah. Teflon. Teflon Tony here you know no shit sticking on me this is like before anyone starts thinking I'm not ready for the United job don't let this uh, affect your judgment so I think obviously someone's had a word I'd like to see him stay over the summer I'd like to see him get rid of a few players bring some in and see where we're going you know it's again it's never a dull moment you know it's a heartbreak more than it's you know but when they do win you know that City that City game Kane was absolutely yeah. unplayable electric yeah. who's class yeah. you know and whether he'll go to City or not I don't
0: know I, think I enjoyed he, that game thoroughly no
2: doubt you know I live with a Liverpool fan you know, even he was crying but like they have it in them that's the frustrating thing about Spurs when they're on when they're on yeah.
1: they are as good Is they, are you just kind of accepting the no, I like accept that Kane is, is, is leaving is that, yeah. you know I think being knocked out of
2: the FA Cup that time that was we didn't need that I would have, I think if we've gotten some silverware this year, we won't get fourth, right? Yeah. So it's it depends. If, if Haaland goes to City, I'm so bored of where he's going. It's, well, it's been going on for two or three years. I, know, I just yeah. hope we, they F and sell him. Mm. So we can. I'm so sick of the speculation. And then they'll go to the chairman and he'll talk some riddly bullshit about, oh, you know, he's, a, he's our player at the moment. The future is the past what we can and can't say is will never be said. Don't forget that. Go, what? <laughs> Riddles. Yeah, yeah. Or something, yeah, isn't yeah there, yes, that's the fact. Know, so if he goes, if Haaland if goes to city, do they need Kane? No, certainly not. I don't think so. I think and Kane
0: the City is is gone though. Do you think so? Yeah, yeah I think so. I think and then it's balance. like, where else does he United, go? United maybe? I, I don't think going from Spurs to United is a bit of a, I think it's a down a sideward step almost it's Definitely, a, in terms it's of it's
1: not a down it's a sideward step it's a sideward <laughs> step
0: no but uh, obviously United are a bigger club but in terms of right here right now challenging and stuff I think it's yeah. a sideward step for sure I think Conte is a fig- magnificent, magnificent manager and when he signed I was like he'll definitely be the man to bring Spurs from somewhere yeah.
2: He might get it. yeah, I'd like to see him stay another one you know and he's like Kuliszewski's worked out really well very good player mm. ben, you know so Fentanqur seems to be working out well. I, I miss Moura I'm a huge Moura fan. Mm. Obviously, the IX game and all that. But I love his energy. I love his attitude. I love his presence. I love his smiley little slaphead.
0: <laughs> and he, uh, he gets it though, doesn't he? As well, he, 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 he loves, loves the club. You know what? He's just you
2: know, maybe he'll never be world class, but he just brings something, you know, uh, to the to the team. I think that is so joyous. Uh, so I would have him on. I'm, I miss him. He's he hasn't been starting. He's
0: an exciting youngster. Jesus, Newton like Moore. yeah, yeah no, he's PSG, PSG he was yeah. Santos wasn't he in PSG? Yeah. But he's
2: he's, a, he's not a player you see that often. He's a kind of a, those kind of players are dying breedly. He's just a small little fella, but mm-hmm. he's his end ball is is the issue, but. He he can he can turn a game, and I just love his I love his presence on the pitch. Yeah. You know
0: the IX performance was one of the best ever, wasn't it? Yeah, I have a jumper. But I have
2: the jumper. with The goal scores on it. The times. <laughs> yeah, 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 and the three times. That's how pathetic I am. But you know uh, that enough. was that was. You know, I think yeah. the Pochettino era. There's it's been deep steeped in a lot of sepia golden hues and and rose tinted glasses. Whether he'll come back to Spurs at some stage it kind of gets on my nerves, this kind of, this his spiritual home and all this nonsense. People <laughs> tend to forget the last, whatever it's five, six months, the reason he was sacked, you know. and yeah. He didn't create a very good dressing room and he wasn't able to cope with the loss in the final, which we were lucky to get to. And He hasn't proven himself, I don't think, in, in, in France. He might go to United. It'd be interesting to see him. I think he's got one team left in him to prove himself. The, the potential that, that people
0: talk about with Poch. Can only go on for so long. The problem yeah. with yeah. Poch
1: is, at PSG is that he is not in charge of the whole system it's a PSG. PSG arguably it's one of Leonardo, the most unlikable teams then it's Calafi yeah it's ridiculous Poch answers to Leonardo Leonardo answers to Calafi yeah, and that's yeah. the way it is at PSG Yeah, and it's a team full of individuals that front three is the only one who's taken yeah. for, for for that team because and he's gone and he's gone the other two Messi are will go back to Barcelona I think
2: do you think he will I think he will yeah and I think Barcelona are taking along nicely now Again, it's written in the wind, isn't it? It's written in the scriptures that he'll finish his career at Barcelona. Yeah. And he's, he's got his couple of tens of hundred millions or whatever out of PSG. But whoever goes into PSG next, I think Poch will come back to the Premier League. Where he goes, I don't know. But it might maybe United, you know, Yeah. I think, again, the Spurs fans talk about Pochettino in over-referential terms. He did a lot for us and he mm. brought us to the next level. I'm hearing about his next level for so long. <laughs> But you know what? We, we were second. We you know that, that we could have. I think we could have won the league that year. Yeah, that was a big miss. That was, that big, was a big that miss. The yeah. you know. Spurs were lost awesome yeah, yeah. yeah, and Spurs like Dele Alley was at his absolute pomp and best. Oh, league. he was brilliant. so The heartbreak to see him now. What's become of him? Yeah. At Newcastle as well, my or sorry, at Everton. Everton yeah. It's just. You know, it's like that Simpsons meme. It's like stop. He's dead already. You know,
0: like yeah. s- stop trying to make this happen.
1: Yeah, but
2: oh, he's still probably a good player in there. I don't know. His head's Maybe. gone. Maybe yeah. I don't think his
0: head's. Yeah, he's not the reality. I don't think.
2: You know, it's a shame it is a shame yeah it's such a, r- a
1: rare talent but there you go That's. I want to just move on because it, it, I think I, be, I believe it's now an exciting time to be an Ireland fan to watch our country play football yeah that Belgium
2: yeah. Uh, result was a lot of people were predicting it as well I was listening to some pundits before going 1-2-1 all, all, I was like oh, no more on team there. I know the Lukaku wasn't
0: playing or, yeah yeah. it was It was definitely a Belgian B team but it's still a good result still a Belgian B it's, B still team a, it's still good a good as, result
1: you know yeah team a lot of those players playing in the championship and not he really doing much well. in the championship he seems to get the best out of these players
2: yeah they seem to know what exactly what their jobs are and he has them playing as a unit yeah and there's a uniformity of purpose there and there's a real sense of camaraderie as well you know like yeah and he's I, I, was, I was I have to be honest with you I was one of the one of the serious doubters after the 14th loss in a row whatever it was yeah I was like, yeah there's a bit of the old I I felt he was getting a off ride in the press because of his of his uh, Irish football credentials yeah, yeah. and I felt the, the football the Irish football hipsters were being particularly kind to him because of that mm. and you had to kind of but now hold my hands up in the last couple of games mm.
1: I and, and there's them. a real
2: sense in the, in the stadium I was I was watching it but there's a real atmosphere back again yeah, yeah there is an atmosphere as well, yeah there's a really lovely there's a lovely sense I backed him because
1: if it didn't work out we'd revert back to what we did, we were doing with, yeah. with O'Neill, with Mick, with Trapp, you know. What, we, what we've what we been doing for an eternity, essentially. Yeah. And it was refreshing to see this new brand of football that Ireland are playing now. And with with the,
2: with the materials he has, as we're saying, no disrespect to the players, but like, there's very few really top-class players that he has to his yeah. disposal. You Premier know. League players, he has Coleman yeah. and...
1: Callagher. Um, but, but like Coleman's, Coleman's on
2: the outs, man. Like Coleman's having a nightmare of a season, you know. Like he yeah. brings the experience,
0: obviously. Hendrick,
2: man, Hendrick. Jesus, you know, come on, like that's,
0: like I love, like I was it, after the Luxembourg loss in Azerbaijan draw. I was, I was like Kenny out. Yeah. I was like, nah, get, I'm, I can't do this oh, yeah. anymore. But then I did have a U-turn, and, and now, and now I'm off. I think for he's it. won a lot of people <laughs> over,
2: and I, you know, he's he's a good man. It seems, and yeah. he's a proper football man, you know. And there's a real lovely buzz around the team now, which which has been missing, and it's much needed because you know when Ireland are on song even if they're losing you know as long as the fans are mm. they seem to be backing them, and that's great to see it you know the Aviva well, was absolutely rocking to them. the
1: distractions as well around the Fei, that was I think that was detrimental hugely to, to, to you know Irish football and yeah. at that time it was tough for Stephen Kenny you know because it was only going to get so bad before it got a little bit better well of you course know?
2: you know and then you know he was coming into that Roy Ke- or sorry Robbie Keane situation you know and there's a still a remnants of like but he seems to have, like he's gotten his, the the boot room staff if they still call him that now mm. that he wants and they're all working well together. The team really have a sense of well, they're very they're gelling beautifully. Like yeah, and, they are. You know, I know it's a B side, but Belgium even B side are probably as good as they're probably worth a couple hundred million. Yeah, yeah, yeah they are. <laughs> you know, yeah. and Jesus, they were no joke, and they were. They were the better team over the ninety. Like mm. they, they could have gone on to win it.
0: But yeah. Well, we're winning the Euros. That's the end of it. <laughs> oh. speaking of the Euros, Al. Yes, Patrick. You like that segue? That was that was actually that yeah. was awesome. very slick. <laughs> I, <must, laughs> I must take notes for my radio yeah. show on that
1: one. Ireland and the UK are bidding to host Euro 2028. Cheekily, we, we we spoke about it before we started recording. Cheekily, Russia have um, also entered the the bidding as well. I ah, can't believe the, I've even said the saying.
0: audacity is is a the, audacity. the neck as they that. say the
1: neck the neck 10 years after the World Cup yeah
2: I think you know Russia obviously was obviously a publicity play isn't it going business is normal you know I think it was obviously a provocative <laughs> statement <Yeah. laughs> I, you know oh, Jesus what's going to happen you know but I think you know they're not I would maybe they are you wouldn't know
1: I just think it's it's just ridiculous the fact that they're doing this now when the Champions League final has been moved from Saint Petersburg yeah, to Paris. You know, they know exactly you know? what
2: they're doing here. They're kind of throwing the the cat amongst the pigeons. You know, they're doing it as a provocative statement to yeah. come, mm. you know, so and it's worked obviously. You know, this yeah. is this is kind of uh, you know, propaganda one oh one as
1: such, you know. So I think it's likely Earth, though that Ireland and the UK get it. Yeah, I don't do it. We well, we the say st-
0: Ireland, you, it's it's basically England, and, and then like the there'll vehicle, be one or it? two here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't have the stadium. It could be really, Croke
1: Park. I don't, well, I, I if heard
0: the GEA get the finger on, they should like it'd they be really great, should. Like, yeah. For yeah. sake, like, come on, get a grip, like. Yeah, with yeah. Parky
2: Queeve yeah. maybe. Yeah, you know, we've got obviously Croke Park, Tallis Stadium. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. You know, uh, if they spend the time, if it's so ridiculous at this stage of for a country of of our relative stature in the game and our love, and the money that's been flown through this country, no, recession aside mm. for the last 10, 20 years, that we don't have a purpose 30,000 minimum stadium. I know, w- like yeah. European level. I you know. Mm. There was footage going through, I don't know if anyone saw this tweet of a GA pitch down the country in Leitrim, and they were showing them, the men's, I, 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 I use the word toilet, not even advisedly, <laughs> it was four grey walls with a, and that was, and it was moss and grass growing, and the men had to walk in and they and like this is the attitude towards facilities in this country, and I think that yeah, it is—it is, it is, excuse the pun, but it's leaked into the old soccer things. Like, mm. herd them in, and they're just afraid to spend money on it. Yeah. And I think that if we're going to be considered serious contenders, we've got to start investing. Yeah. Soccer
0: is starved of 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 uh, find like of help in this country, isn't it? Really? Yeah. If you look at compared compared to the, the GA, presence. always takes the president, which is grand and all, but yeah, you know, football is the future. Let's be honest. But I think this is
2: sort of a romanticization of. Bad, you know, bad training facilities down the country. Going, oh, lads, were in the shed and the cows were there. Were the, the boots were, mm. you know, and then we went out and the, you know the hill was ninety degrees up and uh, yeah. And there's a certain kind of like that's the, that's though for you lads, you know, can you do it. In a, <laughs> it can you Doing a wet night in <laughs> a mo hill. around else? <laughs> <or something. laughs> Where else would you get? But it? I can, the reality of it is, is like, gee, is a very serious situation or organisation. But the, at the grassroots level, I mm. this phrase phrase that gets thrown around, yeah, it's been absolutely shocking the lack of investment and yeah. it's going to come to bite us back in the ass and it has I think with the level of footballers we're producing the last couple of years yeah. that they haven't gone on past the, the glory years of the maybe mid-2000s.
1: We need Paddy to give us some of his Liverpool happiness. Uh, well, Liverpool are in the quadruple <laughs> so
2: that's all I have to say. Right.
0: Six, 16 games to go. What are the odds? He is including... They've been the, sh- shortened a hell much. of a lot. I'm, I think it could be like... You're including games that one, they,
1: they're officially not playing yet. That's what Paddy's doing. Okay, that's yeah. That's, yeah.
0: Well... Benfica two legs win. You know, it's it's easy. <laughs> Job done.
1: It's a, it's a European semi-final <laughs> Andrew Lowes, our here, is sure, I, fa- I do fancy them <laughs> for the for the
0: Champions League. I do fancy Yeah. yeah I mean in all but all do you like in all honesty like if we get one of the big two I'm happy. Like, yeah. that, that's the like one of the big two and you're buzzing like you know what I mean. So yeah.
2: If Klopp doesn't win any more over the next two seasons, would he be considered would it have tarnished his If you look at the return I know you've won the league. Mm. And you've got the Champions League, but you know, and we we're talking about Pep earlier, and the number of titles he's won. If he doesn't win in the next year or two, something major like the Champions League, or would it still be considered uh, a great manager? And he built the team to a certain level, but
0: yeah, we're definitely missing a couple. Um, yeah. But I think that's you know because of the as you we talked about earlier, the, the, the combat with City and and and, and Liverpool mm. and Klopp and Guardiola, they've kind of stopped us winning a couple more. But. Hopefully by the time he leaves, we'll we'll add one yeah. of each, or maybe so. even two of each. Easy
1: enough know. game for Liverpool as well on Saturday, Paddy with Watford. After yeah, 12.
0: surely, surely. Yeah. You'd like to think so. Um, but again there's always a banana
2: skin there's, someone, there's a banana skin out there lads who's going to step were on you it probably were, Spurs we're, were, were terrible <laughs> and like. United yeah oh well,
0: well you know, you just, United are playing Leicester. Leicester Leicester at home at 3 Leicester o'clock kinda, you'll be Leicester yeah, yeah, you kind of like playing Leicester. Yeah, yeah, Leicester but they lived Tottenham, Newcastle good luck with that Newcastle Do you know the thing is it. you
2: see, it's getting to a stage where are we the banana skin that's where the stage is getting at you're kind of looking at banana skins <laughs> going it's no banana skin here there isn't you're the banana skin
1: that's interesting yeah I'm kind of yeah I'm thinking that are we the United who do we is think? We are to think Spurs? we're not the banana skid Yeah, because Newcastle are
2: absolutely flying. I think they've one of the best records, only second to maybe Liverpool. Or. Yeah, they're absolutely. Eddie Howe is always a good manager, but they've got the right. You know, buying Chris Wood was an odd one anyway. But he's got, he's got him purring. I really thought they were going to go down at one stage.
0: I never did. I kind of always backed them, mm-hmm. especially when Eddie Howe was coming in. You know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's doing some wonders there. Um. But yeah, United could be the best. Ba- I'm actually worried about playing United. Usually United are kind of you think you would be able to But when United have nothing
2: road. to lose they're, yeah. they're dangerous then you know so mm. but we'll see what happens there there's still some great late games to Never know
0: yeah. Ronaldo could have his one good game in the month
1: against Liverpool He as might, as you might yeah. Know. yeah Yeah, yeah he, it's he might be worth it Yeah. He got but his hat-trick against Spurs uh, next uh, thing he uh, was back
0: today <laughs> Oh Ronaldo's the best ever player in the world at the moment uh, You know that I have
2: the mob app <laughs> I don't know what apps you use but it makes this sound when your team are scored against and it is. I must change it because I was in the car driving to an event, and it was like two walled Mcguire the, the own goal. I was like, and it goes, yay! And I'm like, oh yippee! Uh, driving. And just as pulling, oh, uh-
0: <laughs> and I was like,
2: ah. and the worst well, one was Southampton that- because I have foot mob right. So if your yeah. team are scored against or they concede a goal, it makes us really oh, and it was the worst against Southampton. 'Cause it was one two and then oh, it was just yeah. one after the other and I was like <laughs> how I didn't throw my phone off the balcony here today. You were hoping you were hoping
0: it was a glitch like you got a double note. Oh yeah, yeah, right yeah now, exactly. Yeah,
2: maybe someone got sent off. No no. No, yeah, that was, a, that was Dr. A Spurs was seeing yeah. us then, yeah. Anyway, very look, spursy, very spursy. That's the thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, sure. I wouldn't have it any other way.
1: Well, Ed, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yes, thank having you for allowing me
2: to absolutely dribble on like Mora. No end product, this but I, this is what
1: we do. This is <laughs> it. This is beat a, a few players. That's the end of it. It's a fans podcast for uh, the fans yeah. only, you know. By the and, fans for by the fans. Yeah, exactly. Paddy, <laughs> paddy nail on the head, you know. But, um, no, thanks a million for coming on, buddy. not at we all. I really appreciate it. And on that note, that's all we have time for you this week. This podcast was brought to you by Go Loud. Go Loud is the home of Irish podcasts. Whether you're looking for a laugh out loud comedy, a gripping true crime story, or some practical life advice, the Go Loud app is the place for you. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast. You'll find Go Loud first on the Go Loud app and all major podcast platforms too. I'm Al Thorne, it's my co-host Paddy Murphy, and our excellent guest, fantastic guest this week, Today FM presenter, Ed Smith. Thank you. Thank you, Money Come on, spin